0: back to yet another sparkling edition of the Thought Police Uh, we were off last week but I'm happy to say that normal service has resumed yes you're looking fine by the way considering that you have quite a serious chest infection and I'm going to tell you why you got that right yeah you got a chest infection and sickness because you've given up alcohol you, you think start that's drinking well i think you don't yeah. think it's helped you i mean, if you're i know you've told me you're quite often you <laughs> give up drinking for a month in february yeah right yeah but normally speaking over the course of time you'd probably call yourself more of a drinker than a undrinker. definitely yeah and so your body your metabolism gets used to it is used to that right yeah. now i've actually had the night before this complete and the day before this because I, I didn't drink at all i try to do two days a week where i don't drink and usually um one of those is at the weekend when I drive back up to London, yeah. and then I try and do another one if I can yeah. um, when I've you know when I've not got anybody to meet or when I can when I can get away with it. But most most of the time, I would say I drink, yeah, pretty much five days a week out of
1: seven. Well, I was drinking. I think. I mean, I go through stages of of drinking seven w- days a week, right. you know, and and until it sort of becomes a bit debilitating. And all I mean by yeah, that yeah. is that. I know it's having a negative yep. effect on me. There's no know.
0: question that if you overdo it, yeah. It makes you feel sluggish. Yeah. It makes you feel sleepy. Grumpy, in grumpy the and as and as we get older I think, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. It used to be very hard not to drink in the business we we're in. Oh my god. Not yeah.
1: quite so difficult now though. Yeah. Well I mean if you didn't drink as a journalist yeah. in you know in the 90s and the noughties mm. you know it was you were missing out People's, because and also people thought you were a bit odd yeah and and you weren't around when people yeah. were thinking about how should we cover this story yeah, or yeah. but anyway i mean my issue with it was I'm 50 right. now, right? And I was getting a little bit a mere, overweight, uh, a mere sort of as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was getting a little bit more. Uh, you mm. know, when you you can feel your shirt pushing against your while, stomach. That was a while ago for me, <laughs> so you know, you know,
0: there's no point in me trying to pretend that this has only just happened.
1: So, and I've always been fairly lean-ish, and so I the, that's that. Can, there's a problem with that as well is that I can carry a bit of yeah. weight without. And without you're quite show. tall as well, and I'm so six foot, so it it's takes kind of, a while for it to be noticed. Exactly, nauseous, I suppose. exactly, yeah. and, but. I was noticing that I, you know, I was quite easily drinking a bottle of red wine yeah. to myself, yes. and then I wouldn't mind a little black label yeah. on the side afterwards right. as well. Right, and I'm one of those people who, when you get a taste for it, I can't stop. Yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I, am not. Yeah, I'm like you. I mean, I, I very rarely would I go and have like one drink. No, I mean, for example, now with the, the driving stuff of like that. I mean, there used to be people who would say, "Oh, you have know, a couple of pints, so you can drive your yeah. car." I, know, if I'm driving somewhere, I don't drink. Not at, drink all. at all. Just no, don't bother.
1: No. The other factor was that. I can't drink cheap wine anymore. I don't, you know, again, I don't mean to be snobby, but if, and I've drunk really nice five pound bottles of wine, but they're hard to find. And so what I tend to do, we've got a fantastic uh, off license at the top of the road called the Hybrid Vintners. Okay. And they know everything about it. It's really lovely. They're lovely guys, but they know, I mean, all the wines are amazing. They tell you all about it. So I was spending about, Probably twenty quid a, a bottle really? for wine, yeah. yeah. That is a lot. And I was drinking a bottle a night. Yeah. So you that start adding the it you know, yeah. Then it's you're looking at mm. six or seven hundred quid a it's month. Like what they used to say on.
0: about cocaine? It's God's
1: word telling you to making too much yeah, money. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Well, I don't think I was making too much money. <laughs> 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 I started to think this the household of can The go on, start to ask questions yeah, about
0: these kinds yeah. of things <laughs> as well. I mean, I must admit, I haven't quite reached that level. I, I joined. Um, not really. It's not a wine club, but I signed up to this place called Lathwaite's, right? Oh yeah. I Who know. do um, cases? Because I mean, yeah. one of the things I used to hate it was like when I used to smoke. I never wanted to run out of cigarettes. Yeah. And I used to hate going down to Sussex at the weekends and thinking, oh, bollocks! I've got to go and buy you know half a dozen bottles of wine. Yeah. Because people might be coming round or something. So I just get the cases delivered. Now. Yeah. But I don't normally pay more than about seven or eight quid a yeah. bottle. Okay. Because they do some really good stuff for that. Yeah. And sometimes they've got specials on stuff. I mean, for me to spend twenty quid on a bottle of wine that would have to be quite a special it's occasion. it yeah. yeah. Well, it was a special occasion. Yeah, it was, it was a like a Monday it was, night. It was a Monday night. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> and also, if you like your wine, yeah. you want to drink decent yeah. wine.
1: So again, this is one of the plus sides, downsides. The Vintners, because yeah. they're so good, they have these... Uh, Wine tasting oh, yeah. nights, right? right? And they get like a guy from a Californian vineyard to come over. Yes, and they got six different wines. That's always good. He's, and then you and always they're buy those, an right? And, and you got to buy, yeah. you know, half a case right. or a case of wine. So, and then because I'm a bloke, mm. you get into the, you know, once you start getting into something, right. then you really get into it, don't yeah. you? you? know, and also something.
0: they know you're into it, yeah. so then they start pulling you in even more. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so, so here, that's where I was about uh, the beginning of September, mm. right? And I just woke up one morning and I thought I can't, I just can't, I won't, I can't do this every day of my yeah. life, right? right? So I'm going to stop now, cold mm-hmm. turkey, right. and see if I can get through to um, uh, Christmas. Okay. Right? And so far, it was my wedding anniversary in the middle of October. Yes. So we went out. We had one bottle of wine. Did for you
0: that. go to that restaurant I told you about? You know the one in Kensington.
1: The, no, uh, I didn't. We couldn't get a. No, okay. We couldn't get over there. We went to a very good one in. Um, uh near um uh oh god what's it called where the old post office was around here the big um uh, oh well down mount, mount pleasant mount pleasant, mount pleasant yeah, yeah, well, yeah yeah very very, very there nice. for years actually really good Did you know I went once around there? yeah
0: um was the dark restaurant have you ever been there no. this is amazing right yeah this is in farrington it's a little bit further down yeah right and you dine in the dark oh which is quite wow wha- quite a,
1: sort of total black
0: a complete black how
1: do you find where your food is though? well that's the whole point of the right, exercise right, right?
0: They take you, you, you go in, yeah. right? And it's almost like a sort of locker room scenario. Right. Where you put your, all your stuff, you are not allowed to take phones, you're not yeah. naked. Yeah. You know. But um, you could be, but wouldn't you wouldn't know. That's <laughs> well, it. I mean, you don't know. Um, and you basically are put into a line and you kind of, you hold hands with the person oh and my you get God. led into the room and you get sat down. Yeah. And they just bring you a series of different courses in right. wine,
1: and do they tell you what it is? Oh yeah, they're talking yeah. to you,
0: right? And it's all about sort of making your senses feel different, right? So, funnily enough, the food actually was o- was okay, not brilliant, right? So it's not really about the food; it's no. more about the kind of experience. Yeah, amazing. And it's quite weird to sit completely in darkness, yes. right? But you know, to your left, probably say I was sitting on I think a sort of either a chair or a banquet. I can't remember. Yeah. That my my dining companion was opposite me. Yeah. So I couldn't see her. I could sort of vaguely touch her yeah. from time to time, but yeah. not in that oh, in this sort of you me start. too kind of stuff. Not, no, not well. <laughs> she wanted me to, but that's another story. Um, anyway, um, it was a really weird experience yeah. because you are drinking as no, well, I so you are getting a bit pissed. Yeah, and you are in the dark, God, and you can hear people talking to either side of you, but yeah. you don't know who they are.
1: And do they? And do they just turn the lights on at the end of the night and no. a big reveal? You no. just all walk out. You all go out. God, how strange! So you never know what the rooms like. How strange! It's quite interesting. Very good. Anyway, so I was there thinking, uh, okay, so I've drunk that one night, October the 11th. So this is I, your one of us, I did enjoyed drink. it, yeah. right? And then this Saturday, just yeah. gone, we were in the countryside and my wife said, I'm, you, you're a boring git. Is gist. this
0: at the end of your
1: week of being ill? Though? Yes. Right, so, so you're now on the road to recovery. Exactly, yeah. so she says, you're a boring git off yeah. the booze. We we're having a bottle of wine tonight. Well, okay. we had two bottles of wine. Yeah. And I woke up with the same old hangover yeah. and I just thought, never again i just don't did you enjoy get getting up. drunk not really no. no just sort of hoovered it mm. up you know because mm. it, you know i hadn't had so much for a long time but right. i'll tell you the big the big difference for mm. me <clears throat> and the reason i can say with it being a possibility that i don't think i'll really drink again yeah. I, i'll never completely stop but generally speaking that mm. I drink, is the uh, how brilliant non-alcoholic beer is these days. That's true. That, Wait, I Austin, agree with you. Because I've has had a couple of those. Everything.
0: I went to a place in the first time I really had it, I mean I've had it once or twice for <clears> fun, <throat> I had it in a new camp. Yeah. Very disappointingly. Right. When I was in Barcelona years ago. And my sister and I and my two older kids yeah. had, had somebody who got us tickets for the El Clasico. Yeah. In fact it was the one where um uh, Mourinho poked Villain over in the oh, eye, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. which was great. Yeah, amazing. And my daughter Emma, uh, who you know, yeah. was a massive Ronaldo fan, still right. is, right? Yeah. And we were sort of the guests of the uh, Catalan um, the football goal. supporters and all that. Yeah, go, yeah. No, it was just the Barcelona people. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, I said, and I said to them, you know, how many um, Real which, Because I've got to look it around and that, when they do the hymn, the Barca hymn, yeah. which is amazing. I said, "How many, you know, Real Madrid fans do you get in here?" He went, "None." Yeah. I said, "What? You don't?" You said, they well, don't just sell don't come. No, we don't sell any tickets.
1: It's the same at the Bernabeu. Mm. Do, they mm. don't let. And we were behind the goal. Yeah.
0: And um, I think Barcelona were like two-one up or something. Yeah. And Ronaldo scores in front of of, of our seats. Yeah. Well, she then. just jumps up like this, and well, I'm right well. going, "Oh yeah. shit!" You know. I'll because, you have got an Argyle beer there. Uh, well, they had um, Estrella, yeah, but it was all um, non-alcoholic. All yeah, so I'd gone because we'd been to Barcelona for lunch. Um, we'd sort of walked around the city. We'd been to the cathedral, yeah. the Gaudi place. We'd had mm-hmm. a couple of glasses of wine. So I was ready to watch a watch a football match in Europe. Yeah. and have a few beers. Yeah, and it was all non-alcoholic. It was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> zam- to to zam- zam- yeah, but yeah. how long ago was that? Uh, that would have been about 2012 ish. Right, probably. okay,
1: so I reckon something has happened. I'm, mm. I'm, I should get to the bottom of it. There's yeah. some technological advances happening. Yes. Because it used to taste metallic. And flat. Flat. Yeah, and exactly right, yes. You know, and something quite exactly nasty right. about it. Yeah. So now mm. I get uh, Beck's Blue, right? right? Or Heinrich. It's Odell's one as well. It's Odell Odell's two one. Mate, there's dozens yeah. of them now, right? Mm. It's a whole big industry. Mm. And I get, you know, I get Amazon to send me 48 cans okay. of Bex Blue and that will last me for a fortnight at least okay. and what I've worked out is that if I can get through the hours of say 6.30 to 7.30 yeah, or 8 o'clock right. without having a drink I'm fine. Yeah, That's when I would normally open a bottle of wine, have a glass and then you'd be yeah, in
0: See it. I can do, like we just had friends of ours, mutual friends of ours yeah. down at the weekend Kevin O'Sullivan yeah. who worked with us at the Mirror yeah. and his wife uh, Henrietta and they arrived at I guess around about... Um, they were meant to arrive at one o'clock. They got there half past two. Usual rules, you know. Yeah. Saturn went a bit funny. I was like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> um, and my sister has has one of those constitutions. I don't know how she does it. She yeah. still smokes. She drinks. She works on Wall Street in her life. She said every year she goes. For, she lives in America, so she goes for a checkup every year to the doctor. Yeah. And every year the doctor said, "You know, I wish I could tell you that you know your lungs were shot, <laughs> your liver's gone." But, you said, but you're fine. Yeah. You're absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll get when we're at home with her in Connecticut. She'll get to sort of half eleven and go, um, well, I suppose it's time to open the first bottle, Yeah, you know, and I can't really, I mean, as much as I drink, I don't yeah. like to drink like all day no. and then all night. No. I, I prefer to wait till about five o'clock, yeah. sort of cocktail hour, yeah. to have my first drink, because if yeah. I start drinking at lunchtime and then go all the way through, I need to go for a nap at something, yeah. you know, I, no, no, just, no, I no, don't totally. enjoy I, it. I've never been able I to don't, do that. I, you know, unless I'm sort of out on the raz, yeah. like I was the other night for yeah. for, for Paul Henderson to do so um, so we managed to get through, it included in all of this, we also had a trip to the pub, the local pub, yeah. um, to take the dogs for a walk and to have a couple of pints. So in addition <laughs> to all that, we did 15 bottles oh right, God. of a mixture of, sort of wine and Prosecco, six between of six, six of us. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is nearly three each. That's good going. Which is pretty good going. But we, never... did, we did have a big dinner as yeah. well. I and mean, you're talking about from, a, from about 2.30 yeah. until about midnight.
1: I think the most I've ever drunk in one session that I can remember. Yeah. probably a few I can't. But most I can remember was a, you must have been on it. A think tank we had in Dublin. A book yep. with the mirror. Yeah, and Ellis Watson was there. Yeah. And we had a whole day in Grafton Street. Yes, and then we ended up in a we ended up a in, club uh, called Lily's Bordello. That's right. Which Piers always called Lily's Bordello. Wasn't
0: there somebody famous in there, like Gaza <laughs> or something? Did we run yeah. into somebody and there was yeah. a bit of a punch up?
1: Yes, there was a bit of argy-bargy. Right, but we—I mean, we started drinking. Well, we stayed in, at about in that tank. really cool, so right, up Morrison's to the Little Penny Bridge. Was it, it? Morrison's Hotel? I've got yeah, it was. Of yeah. which is the one that the U2 guys own? It's not there. No, but it's near there. It was opposite. Yeah, it's near there but, but really it was nice. one, it was
0: one of these very trendy places and I remember as ever with these think tanks we yeah. had the one big meeting yeah uh, on the Saturday morning right. for about three hours that's right but
1: everything else it was just off you go yeah because yeah.
0: I, I remember coming down uh, early because Piers um, and Craig McKenzie and I had a game of golf yeah in, in I think it was either Royal Dublin or some Dublin golf course anyway yeah uh, which was great fun and we ended up having a conversation like of which could never be published <laughs> about some of the things that we'd gotten up to in our private lives oh right? which, which was very amusing Yeah, um, and it was also the trip on which uh, when Des Kelly who was the deputy editor That's right. at one point said to me we were sitting in the bar of the Morrisons Hotel and I was banging on about something but, you know, I was never short of ideas yeah. and about how crap they were yeah. everybody else's he said well if you were so fucking good why are you in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> To which I said, well, in Scotland, we're putting fucking circulation on. In England, you're losing it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm doing.
1: Des used to have on his on his Mac in his office, and he used that on the back of his Mac. So when you were sitting there talking to yeah. him, he had two lines from that Radiohead song. says, like, with your opinions, which are of no consequence at all. You're It's <laughs> <laughs> just in case yeah. you were sure. Yeah, that was... That was so, thick, that, I mean, 10 we 10 started always. drinking at, yeah. like, 10 o'clock, yeah. and we went all the way through probably till four in the yeah. morning. And, you know, it must have been 20 pints or the equivalent, you know, easily. Oh, easy. But you could, and then, you know, you could do it then over a long period of time and then you'd be up and you'd be fat, you'd be a bit rough the next day, but no bigger possibility. But also,
0: in those kinds of weekends and those kinds of circumstances, yeah. you just, you, you kind of were prepared, mentally prepared for it. Yeah. So you knew that you were going to be doing it. That's right. It. And everybody, I think, had their own method That's right. of dealing with they, it. I mean, the manga was the same. Yeah. The manga, I remember, we would be <laughs> singing... You know, <laughs> at, around the piano uh, yeah. until about three in the morning. Yeah. And then we'd all be up for breakfast <laughs> yeah. at about, seven, about eight o'clock or something. Yeah. And then they'd be on, either on the golf course yeah. or you'd be having a meeting. Somebody would go for a sauna. You'd feel yeah. a bit better. You'd start drinking at about midday. Yeah. You know, I mean, Terrible. I think we've had that. But we all, of... I enjoyed it all. I've oh, been, yeah. I will,
1: and I'd never regret a minute of that. I mean, there was one night in Scotland where it was Richard Wallace's first think tank. where oh, we yeah. went. Were you there for that? We went to, I don't, I'm not sure you were no, I don't think I was there. We went there. to that, is it the Waverley Hotel in Edinburgh? Edinburgh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. What year would that have been? Then? Oh God, so when did, so it must have been 2006, uh, something like that. Yeah, that like was that. the year after I, I, I got fired, yeah. Right, or so. just around that time, So yeah. it was just after Piers went yeah. as well. right. And Wallace had his first think tank there. Yeah. And, um. And I got through it quite well, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit nervous because it was relatively junior. Yeah, it was yeah. like first big. How are we all going to settle in right. with the new editor? And then that night, I remember I had this enormous room in the Waverley Hotel. Yeah, they must yeah. have made a mistake and right. giving me this huge, huge room. <clears throat> And I went in and there was a bottle of red wine, you know, yeah. on the table. Right. And there was a, a collection of the short stories of Ernest Hemingway, right? Right. Uh, which I'm a huge fan. So now so you thought, you're heard. thinking
0: even more you're in somebody so, else's so room. So I was right? very
1: relaxed yeah. and I ran myself a bath, right. un- put, uncooked the wine, yeah. sat there reading Hemingway yeah. in the bath and drank the whole bottle of wine before Blimey. dinner, right? Got that up, was a long bath. Got up, yeah. had went out for dinner, more wine, more yeah. wine, some spirits come, more spirits, more spirits. Then we go back to the Waverley Hotel. And the Waverley Hotel had this bar when we right. walked in, and it had a mezzanine, right? I know, yeah. And in the mezzanine was a harp, right? Don't right. ask me why there was a harp, right. but there was a. It was like Romeo and Juliet mean, but There wasn't anyone playing. No one playing it. Right. Just a harp, yeah. right? So at about two in the morning, I got it into my head that I was going to go and play the harp, Course. right? Yeah. Ran up these stairs and start playing the harp, yeah. right? And then within about three seconds, the manager screaming, yeah. "Security! Security!" Yeah. and all the and then I find myself, God knows why, I mean, I'm a resident there, they put the bloody mm. harp there. there was right. no barriers or anything. Yeah, exactly. But I start running through the hotel, right. being chased by security guards, <laughs> right? Like something out of a film, like That's I've murdered ridiculous. someone. Yeah. And I'm hiding in right. doorways like this, right. totally drunk and paranoid. Right. And then eventually they go, and I creep back down. Mm. And I remember sitting opposite Wallace, who was equally pissed as it right. fart, And, I, you know, the supreme wind-up agent's, yeah. And he just leaned across to me and he said, you know the problem with you, don't you? And I said, what's the problem with me? He said, nobody likes you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I lost it completely. Really? I started crying. You know, I was like totally oh, gone. Oh, no. Phoned, phoned my girlfriend at yeah, the time yeah. saying I've just quit. Told Boris yeah, yeah. I was quitting. Right. He could stick his job. Went, went back to, ended up going back to his room. Right. To calm it down. More beer. Right. All this business went back to bed and then you know you wake up in the morning mm. seven o'clock the alarm goes and then you, you start wake to up, remember stuff you've got about three seconds yeah. of peace yeah. and then you go oh no oh, oh no oh no yeah terrible right career's over yeah worst night of my life yeah walk check out. the phone so you've been ringing yeah so walk okay. out of the room check out got my bag press the lift right and the lift drops down and the door opens and it's wallace <laughs> stood at the lift in an hawaiian shirt and right. sunglasses right and he just went morning sushi that's why you used to call me sushi because I used to like eating sushi right. and never a word was said about really? it again yeah. but I mean, well, we did honestly. another one I
0: don't think <laughs> at this one do you remember the one we did somewhere in like Hampshire there was a, yeah. a sort of stately home hotel yeah, yeah. attached to a really bad golf course. Yeah, yeah. But it was, I don't know why we went there, but it was not a foreign field. Was
1: it not, um, I thought it was near Piers' place in West Sussex, wasn't it? It or? might have been. I yeah. don't know. It was one of those,
0: I think I was probably already Because didn't
1: we go into East Grinstead? That rings a bell. I don't know. Near, right, anyway. I don't know.
0: Right, Because I, I mean, I think that was about as one of the most drunk uh, I've yeah. ever been at yeah. any point. Yeah. And I think I might have come from Wales or something. I'm not right. really sure. But I just remember that we sat in this huge dining room the first night, and it turned into a massive sort of football song style sing <laughs> song. So at which point, everyone else in the hotel, these poor sods who yeah. had gone there for sort of romantic breaks weekends away going nuts going what the fuck yeah. you know well we can't sleep because we weren't well behaved it Then it got worse than that because it, it was right after the Achtung Surrender stuff as oh, well my right? God. relatively you know fresh in everybody's mind
1: yeah well you should explain because no no one Yeah. have well, about, about it well Achtung
0: Surrender was yeah. the World Cup yeah. um, of what 2000 and was it
1: not 90, Euro 96 wasn't it Could and it, it was Germany in- England in the same mean, yes, yeah, it was, was in yet. England.
0: Yeah. And so, in actual fact, it wasn't Piers Morgan's headline, no. because it was Brendan Parsons, who was then the deputy yeah. editor, who was a yeah. right wanker, <laughs> I seem to recall. This is a guy, by the way, who, when he was at Today, yeah. I once flew from New York yeah. to sit in his office because he owed me twelve grand <laughs> on all these features he'd commissioned, and he kept saying he was going to pay me. All right. And I said, I'll tell you what, mate, if you don't pay me this, I'm coming to get you. Right. And, he still, and he used to laugh down there in yeah. the phone. He came in a work morning, I was sitting in his office. <laughs> <laughs> went, oh, no, Mark, I'm not fucking leaving so you cut me a cheque for 12
1: You brands. know uh, Colin Milo, who was mm. the editor before Piers, used, yeah, yeah. used to call him Eric, because he went to, uh, <laughs> he used to know a charity shop in right. Notting Hill, right, right. where all the rock stars gave their... Oh, yeah. Suits and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And Brendan Parsons had found this suit that he was grew. a very weird. Guy. It belonged to Eric Clapton, right? right. And Brendan was quite sure. Yeah. Clapton's quite sure but yeah. not quite oh, as sure But the, so the sleeves, <laughs> the sleeves sort of came down to the middle of his right. fingers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was Eric, Clapton's, Eric Clapton's suit. suit. Yeah, <laughs> right, tosser.
0: Anyway, so he was the one that had done this kind of um, ridiculously jingoistic.
1: Yeah, it uh, had sort of like Teddy Shame him a tin yeah, hat and Gazza didn't it? I
0: think it had a couple of Spitfires in the background. Yeah. Achtung yeah. And it was, you know, your boys yeah. with a Z. For you,
1: Fritz, Yeah, the Euro, 96 the Euro 96 is, is over. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was absolutely horrendous. Yeah,
0: You've yeah, got to give Piers a lot of credit for this because yeah. he got it, of course, in the neck massively yeah. as a result. But he wasn't even into, it wasn't even <laughs> his paper, right? But very shortly, it must have been three or four years on because I didn't join the mirror until 99, but it was still very much a fresh thing. Mm. Anyway, it turns out, in addition to the think tank that we were having, right? There was one being held by Deutsche Bank <laughs> in the same fucking hotel, and of course, you know what's going to happen. We decided there was a snooker room that we should yeah. go and go and play snooker. Yeah. This was and this was, place was, in East. And Green this State. was literally was, hours and hours and hours yeah. later from when the drinking <laughs> had started. And Piers was just sort of absolutely yeah. riled up for yeah. some reason or other, and kind of opened the door to the snooker room and said, all right, guys, you know, you've been in here a long time. It's time." And it turned out they were all from Deutsche Bank. So we kind of left the area and went for more drink and hatched a plan to basically take the snooker room. (laughs) 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 And it was literally a total surrender. Monte Casino Being shouted into the room as we went in. And it was like, if anyone, we all agreed afterwards. And in the morning, it was like,
1: We'll all have to forget that that happened. Nobody talks about it, nobody
0: can mention it, because if anyone finds out that Piers Morgan was leading the charge into a snooker room, full of German bankers bankers shouting Achtung Surrender.
1: People might think he was a prick.
0: People might think (laughs) he was a prick. Or in fact, that he was was so fucking insensitive and anti-German that he might have to lose a job. Fucking hilarious. Oh my God. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
1: a load of flyers um, made up with that front page and right. Piers had hired a Spitfire to fly over Berlin yes. and, drop, and airdrop yeah. these flyers and the, and the Spitfire was kind of, or the bomber, mm. was called back just as the sort of row erupted, you know, just... <laughs> return to base, return like, to base!
0: That sounds like the Kelmy-McKenzie plan to drop apples over Paris. Do you remember this one? No! This was when there was some kind of um, boycott of apples by right, the French. It was right. a bit like the um, you know the CJD time, they wouldn't allow any British beef right. or lamb into France. Right. There was similarly some kind of boycott yeah. of British apples, right? And so Kelvin had the idea. <laughs> oh, it was the idea. golden
1: delicious thing, wasn't it? The old, it might have been. They said they weren't proper apples. Yeah, it yeah, might have been.
0: Anyway, he had this idea. So, of course, like everything <laughs> that used to happen under, under Kelvin's watch, he dispatched somebody like Stuart Higgins. Right, here's what you to find out. Can we get a couple of thousand apples and uh, can we drop them... Over Paris, right? And hire a plane. It'd be Easy. you take it down a dose, It's a short hop, you know. Kill like, you know people. Well, listen, people said, "Yeah, actually, that's fine." But we've spoken to people, and we've actually worked out that um, the apples will fall on people's heads with the same power yeah. uh, as dropping an anvil. Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like that cartoon guy, you know. Ah. And he went, "No problem." He said, "I've got an He said, "I've got another idea. We'll attach them to tiny parachutes." <laughs> went to some parachute manufacturer <laughs> and said can you make a thousand miniature parachutes for, for some these apples? apples and they went oh my god, are you fucking ridiculous are yeah. you mad yes yeah. so you to know that works? yes of course yeah. yeah. you can't drop a parachute an, a, a, you can't put a parachute on an apple one unless it's really massive right. and you therefore can't <laughs> drop a load of apples just out of the back of a plane who's going to pull the the cord who's going to pull the
1: cord
0: you know they wasted like weeks on this planet well I'm sure you could have done it without having to put it in the
1: backpack (laughs) you could have just locked it out I think in the end
0: you know, this Plan B. We yeah. send a reporter to Paris yeah. with a load of apples in a bag yeah. and get him to un- <laughs> un- un- you know, unfold them all in the middle of fucking the Eiffel Tower and just insult all the French gratuitously yeah. yeah. for the next month and yeah. up yours, to laws. and all oh that. Ridiculous, absolutely. Ridiculous. Anyway, happy day. But drink wise, I have to. I have a funny story for you on the drink front because I've got teenage uh, kids now, as, as you <laughs> will soon have. Yeah. I Dare say, well, my um, eldest is a teenager now. No, there 14. You go. 14. Yeah, well, listen, you're about to yeah. enter the world of teenage doom, yeah, in that case, because my older daughter has rather unwisely told my 15 year old son, Is this Emma? Yeah, yeah, that I gave her the, her first drink when she was 14, which is entirely true, yeah, but it was under sort of controlled circumstances. Yeah. You know, my sister used to have a New Year's Eve party in Connecticut, yeah, and my daughter and my son would be the kind of Waiters, and they yeah. used to make tips. They make quite a lot of tips, in fact, because yeah. Murray's rich socialist friends were always handing out money, you know. So they'd make a couple hundred dollars, yeah. you know, just handing, you know, taking <laughs> ashtrays, yeah. handing out drinks, pouring yeah. drinks. So I said to her, "Well, you can have a glass of champagne," and so she did. But she, of course, she told my fifteen-year-old son this. So who now thinks he's entitled to have a drink? Yeah. However, rather than doing it under the sort of care of his parents, it turned out that on his birthday, his fifteenth birthday, he somehow got his hands on the Amaretto bottle, which oh. was in... I, I mean, I don't want to live oh. in a place where I lock up my booze, no. right? yeah, quite. But I've now said to him, you know, I may have to do that, which would not please me. Mm. He drank about a third of a bottle of Amaretto. Oh,
1: not Amaretto. Now, Amaretto oh. is about
0: oh. the sickest and most yeah. awful liqueur drink. Oh. That, but that put you off it. For I mean, if I have one...
1: Yeah. I'm already kind of wretched. No,
0: too much. It's not really my thing. It's ice cold as well. It's a yeah. bit like um, what's that Zambuca. Oh you know? God! Yeah. I mean, I've taken to drink. I mean, some of the nights I've been really crazed. I've been drinking yeah. like black Oh uh-huh. and I insist on them bringing me coffee beans so I can set fire to it. Yeah. I mean, you know. But well, at least pissed. that burns some of the alcohol. Well, or? yeah, but can you imagine how pissed you have to be to want to set fire to your drink? Yeah. Pretty, Otherwise, pretty, I'm not having it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you haven't got any, if you haven't got any coffee beans, you can't set yeah. fire to it. Yeah. I like don't want it. Bugger off. You know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he was sick as a dog. His mother thought, and, this was, and it was a Sunday night, so I'd already come back up to town, and she texted me the next morning to say, well, yeah, it wasn't a great night, you know. He spent about an hour throwing up between two and three in the morning. Yeah. And she thought it's because he'd eaten some dodgy Chinese food. which yeah. was this horrible uh, all-you-can-eat buffet yeah. in uh, Hastings. Did you was... let her
1: l- keep that delusion? Well, well, I didn't know any different. I well, just said,
0: well, we all ate the same food. Yeah. She didn't because she's a vegetarian. Right. I said, but like, I was fine. I said, well, right. I don't know what well, you know. Anyway, but now it all makes sense because yeah. he drank a third of a lot of fucking sabuca, and it all smelt of almonds. Well, she didn't. No, milk, she yeah. didn't pick that up at uh, the time because I, I said that to her when we discovered what had happened because he finally con- con- he yeah. finally sort of um, confessed. Yeah. And his reasoning was, well, you had your first drink when you were 14. I went, yeah. well, how do you know that? And he said, well, Emma told me. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, well, and yeah. she also told me that you gave her a drink yeah. when she was 14.
1: Yeah. So what's so different about me? I remember the first time I got <sighs> legless was my dad's homebrew do you mm. remember in the 70s everybody yeah. had their home.
0: well when I was at university yeah. right, we made our own beer yeah. in the halls of residence you
1: couldn't get you couldn't walk into Boots no. for all these Danny yeah. Johns and cans and of, we, you know. but we
0: had the kind of a crowd of us right and yeah. there was one guy who was sort of less shall we say smart than the rest of us <laughs> yeah. and we
1: made, we made him put it in his room because you had to keep yeah. the temperature right. Oh, and know, he know, used to like, ferment yeah. and bubble and yeah. he opened his room and his warm yeah. air came yeah. Out, yeah. smelling yeah. of hops we had it in the airing cupboard but honestly, yeah. there was no towels or anything no. like that. It was just full of like latent booze. Yeah, and it was vile. And it wasn't I remember good. My mate um, Alistair Kennedy came over to help me paint my wall, mm. right in my bedroom, and uh, and so we got some of this red wine, homemade red yeah. wine, and my mum and dad found You're us tape like stripper. Oh mate, honestly, it was there was spew all <laughs> up, like purple spew. All over the carpet. We decorate. We decorate. we more right.
0: Loads of people used to make their own. We used to have people that we knew who made sort of nettle wine and yeah. stuff like that. My mum and dad used to make yeah. elderflower. Elderflower. That was wine. quite nice, actually. Quite um, sweet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was all very odd. It was all yeah. a bit kind of like the good life gone wrong. But do you remember like
1: the shit we used to drink in the in the eighties? Like well, the Lieb from El Chandon. Well, actually,
0: when I was worse than that, when I was first drinking, it was in the seventies. Yeah, and there was the only two things you could ever get. In terms of... what There were no wine bars. Blue Nun. Blue Nun, Matthias Rosé. Matthias Rosé. You know, and in this little... Kind of, yeah. yeah, when I first used to start taking girls out, yeah. you know, that was the most sophisticated you could yeah. be. was a bottle of matthias Rose. Yeah, and was, You know, <laughs> and you never knew how to pronounce it, you know. <laughs> bottle of Matusse Rose. But no, I, I got started, actually, on fucking Carlsberg Special Brew. Oh. Because I worked in this bakery, the Hungarian yeah. bakery I mentioned yeah. before, and the guy... Was this millionaire Hungarian who'd escaped from Hungary during the revolution, 1956, yeah. Yeah. and with only his recipe book, literally, yeah. and had worked four jobs, he ended up buying this confectionery shop in Hampstead, yeah. and drove a blue Rolls Royce with gold. He was like sort of Trumpesque with his gold yeah. handles. The the lady on the front was gold. Really, the boot was gold. You know, <laughs> and he used to start drinking at about seven in the morning. Yeah. champagne. First Clicquot, always right. Yeah. By about midday, he'd moved on to Carlsberg Special Brew, yeah. and by about six o'clock, he was on the vodka. So I, I was think, drinking yeah. Carlsberg. So Carlsberg Special Brew was was our beer of choice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he, for Christmas, my four- I was fourteen, he gave me a case of Carlsberg Special Brew, right. which I took home and put under my bed.
1: Drink it up, I didn't right? have to hide it from yeah. my parents or anything. Yeah.
0: But I remember one night. Um, we just got very my, my sister worked there as well Yeah. we got very pissed and it ended up going into the, the, the Three Horseshoes a pub in Hampstead Yeah. which I don't think is there anymore uh, because we knew all the pub owners and all the restaurant owners yeah. so they, I mean I looked about 10 yeah. Yeah. never mind being 14 well I used to drink at 14 yeah. in pubs yeah.
1: m- pint of mild you know yeah. forty and I remember beers, there was a
0: bit at the back and we had all these cakes and we were walking we were, it was Christmas Eve I think and so yeah. we, were, we were off the next day walking you know, we were going to walk home take all this stuff home and I remember standing up in this pub I was just falling straight backwards because I was <laughs> off my face, you know. Cakes went everywhere. My sister then had to, help me home. And my parents, my mother in those days had an MG midget, so yeah. you couldn't get in the car. Yeah. It was eight. And they passed us on the way home. And I was literally, you know, <laughs> unable to walk. <laughs> and when I got home, I just puked everywhere. Did you
1: remember, do you used to get the whirlies Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the black swirlies. Oh, called. lying in bed. Lying in bed, trying and to put to like a, putting a foot yeah. on the floor or something like that. Yeah. I don't think there's a worse feeling in, no. that, in the world. No. But you sort of drink your way through it. Don't yeah, you sort of work through. Well, saying, you
0: soon kind of get used to it. But also, when I was younger, definitely, it was much more likely. If I got very pissed, I would throw up. Yeah. Um, and, yes. and then and then and then I had to stop. Then oh, yeah. later on
1: in life I would get to the point where I could throw up and then go back. I keep going, yeah. And now I don't throw up. I used, I had a mate called Ian Lindsay who we used to uh, we used to go from Formby on a night out down to Southport Casino right. and invariably days, because you used to get free life. drinks and free kind of uh, they used to do roast beef oh, toasted yeah. sandwiches yeah, and yeah. stuff. And you just asked the girl it, for bring us, you know, whatever. And we'd always lose everything. And yeah, then, but you I, thought it was great because you got free drinks. Oh yeah, of, food. of course. Yeah, a few, a few bottles yeah. of beer and a, and a sandwich. Yeah, you know? and then we'd Ian. <laughs> Ian would then go and beg the manager for a taxi chit to but, get his home. Right, but, but if yeah. the manager was in a bad mood, he'd say no. He'd just walk. And we'd walk, yeah. the, like nine miles oh. down the railway track. From, Jesus. I mean, honestly, it sounds like something out of a Steinbeck no, horror story. It's uh, Stand By Me. Yeah, like that. no, You're exactly. We walk, a, and we'd yeah. sort of get back to at about dawn. Gosh. But special, talking a special group, my mm-hmm. first job was on the, um, the uh, Helter Skelter mm-hmm. at Southport Fair, right? right? And working for a guy called Morris Rimmer, mm-hmm. who was a brilliant, brilliant, lovely guy. And, uh, you know, he's long dead, but was a hardcore alcoholic, you know, a real mess. Yes. But he, he ran the Helter Skelter. And under the helter-skelter is a void you right. know, full of sawdust where right. Morris and anybody else would just go and take a piss and right. it stank like, right. a, you know, like a stable. You know, <laughs> It was awful. But my job, effectively, uh, was to uh, go up and get kids who were too scared to go yeah. down and give them a push. Right. And, and in between that, nip down to the safeways down the bottom of the road on Lord Street and right. get Morris four cans of special beer, <laughs> which were paid for from the money yeah. they'd been fiddling on right. the thing. And Morris would go through about 12 tins of special yeah. and And it was the Alky's drink in that those was. days. Yeah, well, I didn't but know that. They rebranded it, like, about three years ago as a sort of sophisticated, uh, you know, t- yeah. uh, treacle. Well, see, I never confused. knew
0: that. Because we had, I mean, this guy, Louis, uh, the place was called Louis, we had an off-license across the street. It was in Heath Street in Hampstead, so right yeah. in the centre of Hampstead. Yeah, yeah. And I had the greatest access to all, because he made cakes for all the restaurants. Yeah. So I used to be able to take girls... Who would inevitably work in the front half, in the front shop? Of yeah. uh, many of them from the Catholic grammar school in Finchley, believe it or not. Yes. So, never let it be said that Catholic girls are not to be approached <laughs> yeah. under any circumstances. And I could take them all out to these fantastic restaurants in Hampstead and get and pay, and pay for nothing. Marvelous. And I'd split them a, an extra sort of you know apricot tart the next time Marvelous. I went up there. But they had an off license, and he just had an account there. So you yeah. just go over there, and he go go and get us a couple of bottles of uh, of pleco, uh, and they just hand them to you. And I was fourteen walking around with this stuff and the police would come yeah. and be entertained, walk yeah, yeah, the, yeah. with a no box problem. of mince pies, they'd have a drink. Yeah. I mean it was incredible, an incredible sort of education and Just it was full of people who had come from all over yeah. the world to work, sometimes illegally, yeah
1: in this bakery. Yeah. There's yeah? something educational. Mm. Do you know what verth clico means? Yes, it's the widow. Isn't widow Cleco. Yeah. And do you know who Widow Cleco was? I think I did used to know this. Yeah. Um She was the woman that invented the, the the process of making champagne. Oh okay. Which is I think by accident she discovered that you ferment it, mm. and then if you freeze the um, the neck of it, yeah. you can extract the cork, right. do something to it, mm. and then put another cork in, right. and that double ferments it, okay. and that is the method champagne The method, method champagne was, method was. Yeah. And also,
0: of course, they do, which I also learned when I went to the, um, I didn't goes to the Verve Cliqueau, one. I went to the mum's yeah. Carve, as they call it, in yeah. Reims, right? Where they've got some fantastic stuff to go and see. If you've never been to Reims, they've got the cathedral. Yeah. Oh, no, it's amazing. With, City. The, with the incredible stained glass window. Beautiful, right? yeah. And we went to the and what they, they stick a little liqueur in it as well, oh. which I didn't know, right? Just, I didn't the, know just as they replaced the, the cork, yeah. they put a, almost they like inject- a little right. injection right. Right. of some kind of liqueur. Just a booster, a bit. Just a booster, it nice. a little bit, yeah, nice. which helps it to get even more bubbly. I've
1: never been a champagne man, really. Mm-hmm. But,
0: I, I do know. like champagne, but yeah. I don't drink it as much as I used to. No. I mean, for example, last weekend when I was saying we had people down, We only drank uh, the bubbles we drank with Prosecco.
1: Yeah. because Prosecco is so much cheaper. And it goes down so nice. And, it,
0: and it's actually less, unless, for me, unless you're paying a lot of money for the champagne, yeah. you know, the £20 champagne is yeah. really very good.
1: You know the best way to drink Prosecco? In Venice, they serve it draft, right, right in massive big jugs right. with ice okay. and a few bits of, you know, lemon and herbs mm. and whatever. Right. And, and it's, because it's so light, you just drink it like lemonade. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I must good. admit, one of my favourite drinks
0: in to have either, in, in any sort of European country, because they all do it, There's a a wine uh, which has a slight kind of bubble in it. Yeah, like muscadet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's but it's just slightly effervescent. Just slightly effervescent and it's beautiful. Yeah, not too fizzy. The Spanish do it, the Italians do it, and the French do it as well. There's a
1: great wine in the Basque country called Chacoli. It's spelled T-X-A-K-O-L-I. Right. And it comes in green thin bottles, and it's drunk very young. White wine. It's got that slight effervescence. Yeah. But it's very hard to get in the UK because the Basque, the Galician, uh, the, the Basque people um, don't like to uh, to to export it. Yeah, they only make so much and they drink it themselves. What's
0: that stuff? Is it Albarino that they? Drink? Albarino, Albarino, Albarino yeah, which, is, which, which comes is from, from Galicia, Galicia sort of, isn't it? Part yeah, north. But yeah. Apparently, yeah. Um, it's su- such an unusual taste because yeah. it's one of the highest. Vineyards in the world, that's or where right. it comes from, because it's on overlooking the sea. Yes, uh, so and it's thing. very kind
1: of windswept. You're going to seriously
0: again? never drink any of the stuff again. then Well, so no, I'm not me.
1: saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm going to drink on special occasions. No. I'm going to drink much, much less, but better quality. Okay, I'm going to maybe up my spend to thirty quid a bottle. See, that's all very well,
0: <laughs> but I've told you before. This, I think, I told you the story on here, where some a friend of mine who's a wine connoisseur and she does it for a living, yeah, brought me a bottle of wine the last time she came into the radio show to do something because the wine tax apparently in this country is very unfair yes it is and she was part of this campaign yeah. to just bring it to everybody's attention she brought me this beautiful bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon from California mm. and it was a, it's one of those where you pick it up and you can tell it's expensive because it's a heavy a big bottle big heavy bottle yeah. and, I th- and she said if you want to drink it now it's fine but if you can lay it down for a while even better you know but it's a fantastic wine yeah. I can't remember the name of the vineyard anyway um so I put it in a cupboard in London I thought well I could take it to Sussex and kind of Savour it, yeah, but for some particular reason, um, I got to the point where I didn't have any more wine, yeah, and uh, I fancied some more wine, so yeah. I thought I'll just, I'll just open it, it yeah. 10 o'clock at night on your own. I've already had some, don't have to share when it. I was cooking, yeah, I'm on my own, yeah, um, I'll just open it, yeah. And I'd also promised myself I'm not going to look this wine up, yeah, because then I'll just it'll just make me nervous, yeah, so I won't want to drink it at a bad time, yeah, anyway. So I only drank a lot, I had quite a lot of sediment at the bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked it up the next day, it sells retail yeah. 75 quid. Oh,
1: but you know what, my. But I enjoyed it. Good. You you know, know. That is the point, isn't it? Is mm. that in life, if you can afford to get something yeah. really nice and you can enjoy it, yeah. then you, you absolutely no, should. No, listen, do, that's been don't my motto. My motto up. in all things
0: yeah. is fucking enjoy it while you can. Because I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and uh, he said, well, you know, why don't we do that next week? Because I'm like, next week yeah. you might be fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. You know. Anything could happen. Let's I could do walk it, okay. out of your house and get mugged and yeah. die. Yeah. Not suggesting that you live in a bad area. But yeah, I could get run over.
1: You know, anything could happen. Yeah, you do know. it while you can.
0: I could be on a train and some guy decides to blow it up. Yeah. Quite now that our daddy has going to be wreaking mm, revenge from beyond the grave. Well, anyway, look, just We're to close of
1: things off, mm. I've never felt better. Good. I get up every morning. Yeah. I feel fresh. I'm exercising. I feel creative. I feel good. I just hope that I don't slip into, you know, uh, three, four Well, it's nights, not going to be easy at Christmas seven, parties. Christmas times becomes tough, yeah.
0: Although, actually, again, that's much less bad than again, it Again,
1: every bar in Britain now sells non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. So, if you want my recommendation, folks, uh, and you think it might be getting on top of you a bit, try the no-alcoholic beer, two or three cans of that a night, and you won't notice the difference. Yeah, right.
0: Well, I'll leave you with Dean Martin's um, uh, epistle to anyone who doesn't drink, which was... That um, I feel really sorry for people that don't drink because when they wake up in the morning, that's the best they're going to feel all day. <laughs> <laughs> See you later.
1: So, at about two in the morning, I'd got it into my head that I was going to go and play the hard drive. Yeah. Ran up these stairs and start playing the hard drive. Yeah. And then, within about three seconds, the manager screaming, yeah. Security, security, yeah. and all this. And then I find myself, God knows why, I mean, I'm a resident there. They put the bloody heart there. There was no barriers or anything. Yeah, exactly. But I start running through the hotel being chased by security guards, (laughs) right? Like something out of a film, like I've murdered someone. And I'm hiding in doorways like this, totally drunk and paranoid. And then eventually they go, and I creep back down. Mm. And I remember sitting opposite Wallace, who was equally pissed as it far. And, you know, the Supreme wind-up agent. And he just leaned across to me and he said, you know the problem with you, don't you? And I said, what's the problem with me? He said, nobody likes you. (laughs) (laughs) They actually
0: went to some parachute manufacturer and said, can you make a thousand miniature parachutes for For some apples?" apples? And they went, Oh my god. Are you fucking ridiculous? Yeah. Are you mad? Yes. Yeah. So yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You can't drop a and you can't put a parachute on an apple, one, unless it's really massive. Right. And you therefore can't drop a load of apples yeah. just out of the back of a plane. Who's gonna yeah. pull the, the who's cord? Do, <laughs> who's I mean, pull you know, the cord. <laughs> no, <you> know, <laughs> they wasted like weeks <laughs> on this planet. Well, I'm you sure know.
1: you could have done it without having to put it in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just locked it out. <laughs> Imagine
0: how pissed you have to be to want to set fire to your drink. Yeah, pretty, otherwise pretty I'm not having it. Yeah. <laughs> you know?